everyone. This is the Blunt and Butterfly podcast. Welcome. And if you listen to our first episode, welcome back. I'm Saint's mom. And here we also have Butterfly E and the poet Soso Jen. All right. So for today's topic, we're going to talk about relationships setting the standard. So does anyone have anything off the top of their head they want to talk about? Or do you want me to ask you a specific question? So when you guys first presented the topic, um, I was excited. But the first question was um, like, what are standards versus expectations? So yeah. I, I went on Google because that was a tough <laughs> That was a tough question because when you think about, well, to me, they kind of go hand in hand. Do go hand in hand, but I think there's a difference between expectations and standards. I think when you set a standard, you're saying like, this is what I'm taking and I'm not taking any more or any less. Mm-hmm. Um, and then setting an expectation is like, um, you know, saying like, you know, I want you to do this or like or expectations are sometimes like things that are unspoken you know what I'm saying like unspoken rules in a relationship that are just followed yeah so when I googled standards versus expectations um basically it said like a standard is something that is an accepted uh, it's accepted as a norm or and generally used as a basis for judgment. And then the expectation is a strong belief that you have that something's gonna happen in the future or a feeling that somebody's gonna do something. Mm. I agree. I agree with those definitions. So what would be a standard for you guys? Ladies. My standards, I've, my standards apply to all adults in life who are capable of the standards. So, for example, having a job. That's, I feel like that is a standard for adults who have responsibilities, and I shouldn't have that standard for my partner. That should already be there. If if I need to communicate that to my partner, that's a no for me. Um, for me, standards are like, I have a lot of standards, like as far as what I expect out of a partner. And I, I don't necessarily think that they're difficult things that I ask for. Like for me, like a standard is like, you know, I'm gonna be able to check your phone. I feel like people say, oh, I want my privacy or whatever. Like in my relationship, if you wanna be with me, I have access to your phone. Like in my past relationships, my partners have always had access to my phone. I don't hide anything. I don't do anything sneaky. So like the standard is that our phones are open to each other. You know, I have a lot of standards, you know, I have, like one standard for me is like you have to be a hundred percent communicative, um, communi- like communicate well, and you have to be able to do, sh- um, like deck it out in the moment. Like that's one of my standards for me. Like we're not gonna let things fester. We're not gonna fester and make things bigger. And like no, we're gonna duke it out in the moment, and we're gonna talk about it. Like, that's, like, my standard. Like, I'm not taking less than somebody who's going to be, like, this is how I'm feeling. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to handle it. How do you feel about um, someone who's, like, oh, I just need a few minutes to calm down or I need some space? Like, do you you accept that or you don't? Yeah, no, I I accept it. It's just we're not going to be waiting, like, a day. You know, right. like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be waiting <laughs> a whole day. You We're not gonna avoid a- each other for a whole day. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like we're not taking a whole day. We, you could take a few hours. We could separate, come back, but like I don't go to sleep angry in my house. I learned that, you know, I was married for 
three years basically and I we never did that we never went to bed angry it's just not something that I like and it's not something that I will accept from another partner either yeah I will never accept that again because I went through that and like we would not talk for like two days three days Mm. and it was horrible it was such a horrible feeling and I always I know the the phrase like don't go to bed angry or whatever and I recognized that that's what we were doing and I'm like this is why what like why would you want to sleep in the same bed with someone who's angry at you and not even talking to you like that's so first of all it's awkward like you can't even be in the same bed with them. it's weird it's just so yeah, it's so horrible feel the negative energy right you can't even cuddle you can't even talk to them like what your foot touches them you're like oh. <laughs> right like so i definitely agree with that i mean i've some of the standards that you said i have the same ones but yeah um, i have i like that you said that like standards for like like a standard for like the job is like something that's like a given but it's mm -hmm. funny that like for some people that's not a given right for some people they're like oh i'll hold i'm gonna hold this person down while they're looking for a job but for me i'm like before i even start talking to you do you have a job yeah yeah i agree with that like if we are in a relationship and something happens and you were to lose your job or whatever, I mean, obviously, as a caring partner, I would hold you down. But we go back to the expectations. I expect you, as I'm holding you down, to be looking for a job, trying to, you know, to get back into the working field so you can come back and help me pay these bills. Yeah, and it's funny because people like to say, like, oh, you know, relationships are not about the money, but it's like, how can I start a relationship with someone who's not even on the ground running? You know what I'm saying? Like, I got my feet planted on the ground. I'm running towards my goals. How am I going to be with someone who hasn't even started that? You know, and that happened to me in college. Like, I was dating somebody who, like, had, like, was working, like, 20 hours and was living at his mom's house. And I was like, so this is your life you know what I'm saying like we're not gonna get anywhere with that because what it like you have no goals you have no aspirations like and that's another standard that I have is like we have to have goals mm -hmm. we cannot be living a day-to-day -day life we need to have visions for the future yeah I yeah. totally agree with that like I'm at a point in my life where I feel like I already have a foundation set for where I want to be in the future. So whoever comes in my life, I expect you to have your foundation. I'm not, I know this may sound a little mean, but I'm not trying to help nobody build their foundation up. Like you must come something with something already set. And then obviously we can work towards a better future together. I completely agree with you because after my last relationship, I'm just like, I'm not looking for someone to build with. Like, you should already have something. And we're just, like, enhancing each other's life. I don't want to build right. anybody up. Yeah. I also, like, another standard that I have is, like, um, you need to have your mental health on check. Oh, yeah. Because uh, on, like, two ends of that is, like, I have been with somebody who's emotionally unstable and I, I have also been the person who's emotionally unstable. And in both situations, it is very hard to manage a relationship. And you have to be in, I know that people say like your partner can lift you up and they there's a lot your partner can do to make your life easier and help you out. But at the same time, you have to be held responsible for your shit. Mm-hmm and dating somebody like that isn't up to par with their self-care is taxating and it's and it's not it's not a good environment you end up becoming their this person's caretaker versus their partner girl preach <laughs> exactly it is draining you forget to you know cater to you 
because you're mm-hmm. trying to give them everything that they need you know try to help them build up but you're forgetting about your needs as well which is not what you want in a relationship at all i know that my standards and expectations are not complete right now i'm still learning about what i want and what i feel is ideal so how did you guys create your standards right now is it was it based off what you went through or is this like stuff you always thought but just didn't find that person i would say that most of my like standards come from like the relationship that i grew up seeing between my parents and then obviously they were affected as well by by my previous partners so i've always i mean obviously they don't have the perfect marriage but the basic things that they do is what i would want in a life partner so that's my standard and then obviously what i went through with my previous two partners i don't ever want to go through that again so yeah um and i think for me like it's the opposite of it <laughs> like uh like I based my standards off of all the difficulties I saw my parents have. So like I saw their relationship and saw like the flaws and like what I won't accept in my life. And I used it to as like the core to like build up my standards. And then, you know, I was in a long-term relationship for three years and it really changed my views on what I thought my standards were. So like I had had standards and they were pretty good and pretty decent, but I realized that like, you know, you have to be really specific with your standards and really specific on what you really want. Because sometimes you can get someone who checks all the boxes, but they don't check other boxes and that creates a problem. So I think I definitely adjusted my standards after this last relationship. Yeah, similar to you, I looked at relationships in my family and I was like okay I don't want those scenarios happening I don't want to be treated that way so but then I ended up being treated that way and it's very weird it's the whole psychology of it it's like you try so hard to get away from certain characteristics of relationships you've seen and you're not realizing that you are following other characteristics of the relationship. And then eventually you're just in the same situation, just in different areas that you didn't notice because you were trying to avoid the really important ones to you. Oh my God, I second that all the way (laughs) because (laughs) like basically I didn't want a relationship like my parents and I thought because things with this person were set up differently that it wasn't and it ended up being exactly like my parents relationship and I was like oh my god I just walked into like a whole (laughs) like the amount of healing that I have to do coming out of this relationship is ridiculous yeah and I also looked at you know the internet television movies of i wouldn't say the fairy tale relationships but just better relationships and i'm like okay i want that or i want this piece and now today i'm looking at um youtubers and but not only relationships but just um, women empowering women and what what they see as standards and I'm just like learning from different people to and then reflecting on myself and my life to try to figure out what it is I actually want so those are where my standards and expectations come from you know what's something that I well I mean I have it's not like I've struggled with it always but recently in the obviously in my last relationship like I know what I want and what my standards are but even though the person is not up to par I still am willing to give them a chance mm-hmm. I don't know why maybe it's because I I feel bad I see I see potential or I'm just like thinking that 
Erica, you just got to give people time to get to where you want them to be. I don't, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Sorry, what do you ladies think about that? <laughs> um, I, I feel you on that, but I feel like that's just like the caring nature yeah. of being like a human being. It's like you want to see the good in people and you want to give people that time. And I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that. It's just when you start to see like things go a way that you don't want them to go due to these, these, this person not being like where they need to be. That's when you have to self-reflect and say like, all right, well, this might not be worth it. You know, mm -hmm. I think it's a constant reflection of yourself and a constant it's like a work in progress while you're trying to be in a relationship because you have to come you have to always remind yourself why you're doing this and how you're gonna feel about this person not meeting something and what you're gonna do about it because if you're not taking time to stay true to your values then you end up in that situation that you didn't want to be in right. and it's it's hard because it's like who wants to think about this every single day you know it gives you anxiety sometimes and it's like you shouldn't have to be working this hard to be with someone and I think part of it is as women we have that intuition to want to be there for someone who doesn't meet our expectations but we need to find that part of ourselves the self-worth part the self-love part that chooses our values over being that nurturing person or that caring person speaking of women intuition do you think men have different standards of women or do you think it's individual standards i think that they do have different standards i mean just like you mentioned earlier about the nurturing part i feel like well i mean obviously i haven't met every man in the world but most men expect women to be nurturers the care like the one that cares and you know make sure that they're okay and takes care of the house like traditional values like that mm -hmm. they expect you to be their mom basically yep mommy mommy <laughs> <laughs> i don't get yeah. it because i'm like why do you why would you want to date someone who's like your parent i don't get it but like women are always you know how men are like yeah we're strong we're the alphas but really when you sit down and think about it women are really the alphas in the family they make sure that everybody goes to their medical appointments or like we make sure that everything's said that oh you got to do this um today at 10 um you have an appointment next week you know what i mean like making sure that the household runs smoothly mm -hmm. i mean i haven't even my dad i think he's a great man but my mom she's the one that holds it down at the house Yes, like yeah. it's not only about being a financial provider. Exactly. And even then, sometimes the man isn't the financial provider. Like, what are they there for then? <laughs> Sorry. Right. Sorry. Yeah. For me, like, the thing is, is that, like, on top of, like, the expectations that we have, like, standards for our partner, like, the, uh, the standards we have for our partners, right? Like, there's very specific things but on top of that like women have the pressure to do these feminine things like you said mm -hmm. and on top of that i feel like we have even more of a pressure to be good looking like i think like that is like one of the highest pressures that you have when you're in a relationship is like you have to be this like attractive sexy person on top of being like the stronghold in the house on top of being like all these other um standards that your partner has like i don't know 
that's something I just always think about is like you have to also like look the part as well and that adds like we we don't we never expect guys to be like you know fully dressed and like button up shirts and like shoes all the time you know what we I'm should, saying though. but like <laughs> we should we should but like it's not an expectation for them to look a certain way but it is for us you know and it's funny that you mentioned that because um like obviously i'm in, on social media or whatever but i've noticed that as soon as a woman ha- gives birth or whatever their main concern is like oh my snapback body like how soon can i go back to looking how I looked before I gave birth or before I was pregnant, you know? And it's like society puts so much pressure on women after they give birth to go back to how they looked before, which is totally unreasonable because you literally just gave life to a whole nother human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's never ending. The, the standards and expectations for women are never ending. And I know that a lot of men are like whoa you guys ask for too much or something like that but in reality there are so many people that we settle for and men might be settling too like you never know a a man might be like well i didn't want to get married but here i am married with kids and that's why we have to have these conversations of your standards and expectations like you shouldn't be in a relationship like who gets married when they don't even want to get married? There's a lot of people who do that. And yeah. I, just, I couldn't be that person. Um, I know that, like, and, like, this is, like, playing the other hand to it. But, like, men also have to deal with, like, their manly expectations. Like, they're not the same as the female expectations. But, like, men are have to be, like, these strong men that can like withhold anything they don't get to like break down they don't get to you know like once they have a family they don't get to like stop working you know what I'm saying like they have like a lot of pressure on them too to like pay bills and be on top of things and they also go through it I I don't think it's the same as female expectations I will never say that but they definitely go through some things I think the difference is it's more hidden or more just not talked about, like the the pressure they feel. But also the reason why I say that women have more is because it's in the public eye, but also because if the guy does lose some things, the woman usually steps up and holds them down. Mm-hmm. The yeah. the hard part of that is the guy suppresses everything that he's feeling about it. So that's probably why they are more emotional about it. They're just not going to show it though. Because I've had conversations with guys who are like, well, we sacrifice too. And I'm just like, yeah, but who's there for you when you're doing those sacrifices, right? it's going to be your your wife. But I feel, or in my experience, who was there for me when I was sacrificing? It wasn't the man. It was my, my girlfriends. Right. Or my family members. Right. The so, tribe. Female right, so tribe. That's why I feel the standards are different, even though we both do have standards or expectations of men and women, but it's so different because of how women are treated. Yeah, men men can be treated badly too. But in this new age, we are expressing ourselves and telling the men it's okay to express yourself. It's it's hard to get out of those conditions that you've been conditioned to your whole life, but we're there for the men and I don't think they're there for us in the same way unless they've been taught or unless they've worked on it. And that's something I expect from a man is if I'm feeling down, you're going to support me. If you're feeling down, I'm going to support you. But it's not going to be one way. And I feel like it's one way in a lot of situations. Without having to ask, too. Because, like you said, oh, who was there for you when you were down? Um, Yeah, some men are willing to help their wives out, their girlfriends or whatever, but they don't do it 
without being told you know we would have to be like oh hey i need help with this or you know i'm going through this it doesn't come from like just them within like you have to ask for it and for me that's one of my expectations if you see that i'm going through something don't wait for me to ask for help just offer it because if i see that you are going through something i'm gonna offer my help right away because i care about you and I think that's where it comes from, like, um, the the nurturing part of women. So, like, I do be giving slack, like, a little bit to men. But at some point, I mean, we're, we're adults. We're all growing, getting older. At some point, that nurturing piece has to be put aside. And you got to get your life together. Right. I'm behind on bills. Well, you didn't ask for help. But, like, boy... I feel like like they should know the bill that's coming up. That's a standard for me. A standard for me is both of us know what bills need to be paid, when they're coming up, whose account is it coming from, what's in our accounts. And that's just just the financial piece. There's so many different parts of a relationship I have standards for. But You know what is another standard that I have that is really really um intense and i don't know how i'm gonna find somebody to agree to this but like one of my standards is that i must be the alpha in the relationship mm-hmm. and it's not coming from a place of control because a lot of people think that it's like i just like to be like the deciding person mm-hmm. i like to be the one who says like okay, we're going to officially do this. We're going to officially do this. Or, you know, I like being in charge. And it's not like I'm going to be like this monster who's like, what I say goes, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I I like to be the, the leader in the relationship. And, you know, a lot of people say like, oh, you have to have like a relationship that's like 50, 50, you both have to be in charge, but like, I'm not looking for that. So I know that's going to be hard for me to find. Yeah. Would you be okay with, like, okay, I'm just going to use money as an example again. But let's say you're in charge, right? Whether that's paying the bill or deciding what to do with money. But as long as your partner knows how much money there is, what it's going towards, but you still make the decision... Cause like I wouldn't want to be have one of us completely in the dark. So is that something you'd consider? Yeah, no. Like I wouldn't have, I would never have my partner in the dark. I would never be like making decisions without letting them know. Cause I, we are in a relationship. I am gonna run things by you. We are gonna communicate. You know, I just feel like you still want the. Yeah, the like I still hand. want. Yeah, I want to be. I want to be in charge basically I want to maneuver things because I just feel nervous I've been in relationships where I'm not the one in charge and I really hate that feeling I really would rather be the person that is in charge and that just comes that's like my little way of having some control in a chaotic world (laughs) well I think you can get that from someone if you guys have that trust in one another and you guys like they know you're very knowledgeable, you're a smart woman. And then you know that they're smart enough too to trust you and still still know like how you're navigating through things. So I think you can get that. It's just that communication gotta be there, like you said. Right. The trust gotta be there. The agreement and like the same goals gotta be there too. Cause obviously yep. like you're not gonna let someone be in charge of everything if you don't even agree with them. So yeah, I think if that's established, then then it does work out. Like someone could be like, yeah, you can go ahead because I trust you and I actually we have the same goals and we have the same mindset, you know. But there are some like, for example, you see a lot on like TV or stuff like that where the woman um just lets the husband does whatever he wants with money, right? And then all of a sudden. You're about to lose your house. So yeah. That's I've seen that a lot in like TV shows and stuff. But that is a, that happens that is, in real life. <laughs> that is exactly where my fear and standard comes from. 
from people doing shady shit behind each other's back. Like, I don't like that stuff, especially with money, with bills, with, you know, with arguments. People will just rip each other a new one just because they want to be, like, in charge or whatever. And, like, I, I know that, like, if I'm the alpha, that I'll, I'll never do something like that out of hate. Right. That's why, like, I want to be, like, my head of household because I'm never going to come from a place of hate and just be like, well, I'm going to fight this because I want to be in charge and I want to be right. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not that type of person, so. I don't like people who are spiteful in general, but I definitely don't like people who are spiteful in relationships because I'm like, I feel like that shows that you don't even care for the person. Like, why even be in a relationship if you be spiteful to them? Exactly. I was literally, you know, in my last relationship, that's how it was. It was like tit for tat. Everything was tit for tat, you know, like, and I, and I hated it. Like, I hated living like that because that's some spiteful ass shit. Like, there's no need to be that way. Like, if I'm your partner, like, uh, like something that I learned in that relationship was that I can bring myself down and let somebody be above me for the sake of our relationship. Mm-hmm. But I'm a strong woman and I don't want to have to do that in my relationships. I want to yes. be able to stand tall and say like, no, this is what upset me. This is why it upset me. What are we going to do about it? I don't always want to be the person to bring myself down so that you could feel higher than me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So lesson learned (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean I've I was so passive I feel like I'm still passive at some point but I was extremely passive in my last relationship like I would speak my mind on some things but in the end I always just went with what they wanted and what they said um So that was hard, especially when it came to image, like you mentioned earlier, um, cheating, like those were really hard areas. And that didn't even include like the whole emotional and financial part of it. So my response to that was, which is what I never wanted to do. But my response to that was be open-minded go with the flow because I wanted I didn't I was always told that I'm way too serious especially in high school like when I tried to date someone I really liked they're like you're very serious you should have more fun and that didn't even work out but then in my so then in my next relationship I was like you know what I'm not gonna have any standards because and I was only like 18 so I was like, every time I wanted to try to date or have my first boyfriend, I always had so many standards. And so I didn't date um, as a teenager. And then I was like, my next boyfriend, I'm not even gonna care about what they do, right? But then a year in, it's like, well, I don't like this and I don't like that. And this doesn't make me feel good. So it's like, I felt like I was already trapped and like, what was the point of leaving or maybe I should work on it maybe I should be less serious maybe I should have less standards and that was not the way to go so my response was not a good one and then eight years later now I'm single and I'm like trying to really hang on to all of the standards I always thought just never um had someone meet and I never required it from anyone um just like I want to piggyback on something you said that was like really powerful is like you said like people always said that you were serious and people always say that about me too and I really really hate that that's construed as something that is like that wrong or like 
it, it bothers me because it's like I don't think everything in life is funny I don't think everything is a joke that's just not my personality and like if you don't like that then go be with someone else you know what I'm saying like it shouldn't be construed as a bad thing people are different and have different ways of managing the world like my ex thought that everything was a joke he thought everything was funny and I hated that shit I was like I am not that type of person I take life seriously and it's empowering now to be single again and to be able to be like yeah I am serious yeah I don't think everything's funny like and it's okay to be that way you know and a lot of women feel like they have to dumb themselves down or or be like these super funny charismatic girls to be to be loved and it's like that's not reality like the reality is that people come in many different shapes and forms and all forms are valid and all people are valued you know so yeah, it's crazy just because that one person in high school that I really liked said I was too serious affected the next eight years of my life. Like, I'm like, what the heck? This is so crazy. But no, I definitely, I definitely get what you're saying. Cause like now you, you've been through what you've been through, you know what you want, and now you can get what you want. It's like, there's no turning back. That's just, that's just how I'm living right now. Amen to that. <laughs> so I, I know like through all of our examples, we talked about the outcomes of certain situations, but think about really how you responded to certain things. Um, like I said, my response was passive and I just let things happen but like what's the do you have like a certain situation you could think of and like the response was something you didn't like or the response was actually something you were proud of like usually I would be passive but like there were times where like things got out of control and things got really out of hand because I just lost it from so much like abuse of like not meeting my standards. So like one um, example I have is like, I have a standard of like, if I am with people, spending time with people in person, I expect you not to be on your phone. Mm. And so my partner loves his phone. He could be on his phone for like 12 hours straight. Literally, I've seen him do it for 12 hours straight. Um, and so, you know, we would talk about it all the time and he would be like oh I'm spending time with you when I get home and I was like no when we get home we're having dinner I'm watching tv and you're on your phone we are not spending time together mm-hmm. and we saw a couple's therapist and one day I just fucking lost it I was like I was like this is the shit you don't you don't get you don't understand that shit's not spending time together you're on your fucking phone. You're not looking at me. We're not watching the same thing on the TV. Like, and I just lost it. And like, I think that I ha- I'm one of those people that have a tendency to lose it more than I have to be passive. Mm-hmm. And that's what scares me about dealing with people that don't meet my standards because I don't want to be pinned as the crazy girl who's always yelling and like, you know, responding a certain way. But like, like there's shit that gets me mad and you know my response you know I took it easy usually I take things easy and then I blow up but when you deal with your standards like I know people aren't going to be perfect but like there are people that just don't care about your standards like he literally didn't care he was like we're in the same room we're spending time together and I was like, you don't get it. Like, you don't get it. You're not trying to understand how I feel. You're not trying to understand why I have this rule. Like, you're not, you're, you don't care. And, you know, it's it's hard to manage people like that. Was it built up or was it something that specifically triggered you? It, it was built up and then 
after it triggered me, it was still happening. So then it became a trigger, mm. you know? So like at first it was like, okay, it's whatever. And then it blew up. And then after that, it would just be something that would like make me lose it because I'm just like, who spends all day on their phone? Like, I don't get it. Um, I hate it. <laughs> it's so corny. Like, I mean, I get that. Like, you know, I'm on my phone a lot too, especially now I live by myself. Like I don't have any social interaction and we're quarantined. So we, you know, we're not doing shit. So I get it. People are on their phone, but like, if I was with my partner that I hadn't seen all day, like I would definitely not be on my phone. I would be like, babe, what's up? How was your day? Look at this TV show, check out this meme. Like I would be all, cause I'm, I'm excited to see my partner, you know? Yeah. Or but, like, what, what can we do to relax you now? You know, just like anything, not just go on the phone. Like, oh, I've been through that. It's it's not only annoying, it's hurtful. It is hurtful. It's like you would rather be in a fantasy world than yeah. be with in the real world with me. So we're just gonna use escapism instead of live a wholesome life. Sometimes I may come off too strong or even like rude. Um, one instance would be like with the previous person that I was with um, he would like call me out of my name when he was upset but not like oh one little word no he would call me every word in the book and just not to get him like more hyped up or anything I would just stay quiet and be passive about it but like it got to a point where he was bringing me out of my character I'm not the one, like, when we get into arguments to go below the belt. But I just felt so disrespected after it happened so many times that, you know, I had to say something back. So, I mean, I don't even know where I'm going with this. I'm kind of lost. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> no, it's, to talk about it, is, it really does bring you back into that, that time. And it is hard to talk about sometimes. Right, because in that in that specific relationship, I was like super passive. Like I know, every, like everyone, every time I talk to my friends, they're like, "Oh, Erica, we see you as this independent woman that we didn't expect you to let that happen." But like, I'm ashamed that that did happen. I was too passive to the point where I completely disregarded all my standards. I let this person disrespect me every single day to the point where like I couldn't even sleep of the amount of anxiety that I had and just guilt tripping myself like Erica you know better why are you being so passive but I didn't know how to speak up because if I did it was just gonna escalate things and you know make it worse so yeah it's like you endured all these things just so you wouldn't get them mad or hurt their feelings right putting that person's feelings and quote unquote the standards they had of me as a partner before my standards mm -hmm. but, yeah I totally agree with that I've also been through that and like it's crazy how you just see yourself like becoming smaller and smaller mm -hmm. and smaller while this person is getting like enlarged and they get used to it and they take advantage of that right and that's where the real problem lies yeah you get um your mental health deteriorates and you just lose yourself and all to make them comfortable because they got comfortable and they want to stay that way and they're gonna use manipulation to keep it that way it's so weird how it happens because sometimes you don't even realize it's happening until you look back on it. But that's why I keep my standards high now. I mean, it's only been, what, like seven months since my last relationship, but I am so set on what my next relationship is going to be. But you know what I also noticed? I mean, personally, um, one, I was being passive 
and yes i was guilt tripping myself like erica you know better but i was making excuses for that person's behavior Mm -hmm. like you know that they've been through this they've been through that um so that's why they're reacting the way they are now so Mm -hmm. if you just give them time or you work through it eventually they won't but you know i don't want to be called a bitch every day the c word and all these other words that i was getting called for no reason at all while i'm still providing literally everything for you to be on this earth (laughs) like i'm still pissed about it (laughs) yeah i would be too a bitch is better I know the when we talk about standards, we're always saying, I have a lot of standards, or my standards are high. But it's hard to get out of those terms and that way of thinking of it's a lot or it's high, but that's what society makes us think about ourselves, that, it's too, that we are asking for too much. So how do you feel about people who are saying, your standards are too high or you have too many expectations or you're high maintenance how you feel about those people and how you would react to those people I would tell them they ain't shit because (laughs) this is my life and I'm the one setting the bar for what I want I work hard every day I get my ass up every day go to a shitty ass job, get treated like trash, come back home, pay all my damn bills and sit down and watch Netflix. So what I want for my life goes because I know that I'm not asking for anything outside of of like realistic expectations. They might be high to some people, but that's because they're not seeing the value I have for my life, my goals and where I am. You know what I'm saying? So I worked hard to be the person that I am. I worked hard. You know, I had a really tough shell before and I've really softened up and become like this like super loving and open person. And it took me a lot to get there. And I'm not going to settle for somebody who brings me back to that dark place. I'm not. So my standards are worthy because I am worthy. And that's that. Yeah. There are millions of people in this world. If you're not going to meet my standards, then I'm going to find someone who's going to. So you can miss me with that. Exactly. See, yeah, I'm the same way. Like if, like Janelle said, if you're the one out here living your life, doing what you can, you know, to provide for yourself, you go to work, you come back home, you're just chilling. Why should you not have high standards of the person that you that is gonna como se dice compartir la vida contigo mm-hmm. you know why should I go out in the world I mean we all know the world sucks and then come back home to deal with some bullshit too right. like I feel like my home should be oh, my home. safe place <laughs> my relationship should be my safe place so if, yeah. yes I shouldn't have to come home and do it twice you know that's not a happy life I want to live because I care about my mental health I care about I don't want to be in I don't want to be with anxiety I don't want to be depressed I don't want to be feeling like damn if I'm not here it would be better you know so no I'm all set you know that reminds me of that quote damn I, I wish I know exactly how it went but the quote basically says like if like I know how to be alone and like I'm at peace alone. So if you're not adding to that peace, then like good. You can get with it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can go. Yeah. Um, there's like no point. <laughs> there's no point. Like I come home, I chill by myself. Like I'm not like Erica said, like I'm not coming back to to some bullshit. I'm not coming back to a relationship that's gonna give me drama instead of like love and peace. Right, and that goes not only for relationships with like, you know, a partner, but that goes with friendships, family relationships, everybody. Uh-huh. If you're not bringing peace into my life, I can't with you. I'm sorry. Hey, man. Yeah, definitely. Like, obviously, it's not always going to be perfect. Yes, people are going to have disagreements sometimes, but, you know, the general overview 
Yeah, have boundaries at least. You need to sit with your partner, communicate. And it's not as simple as your standards are too high. Your expectations are too high. I don't want to hear that shit. I want you to give me a detailed list of why it's so high and why you can't achieve them. Tell me why. Let me (laughs) know why. And then then we can reevaluate whether those those expectations can be and standards can be reevaluated. You know what I'm saying? Don't just give me some, oh, they're too high. You know what I'm saying? Like communicate with me, talk to me, tell me A, B, and C. Why? Why can't you do these things? That, that actually, rem- I mean, it reminds me of another thing. We remember we had that conversation like, you have standards and you have expectations of your partner, but like I have these because I know that I could also bring these into the relationship so i'm not asking you like to have your foundation ready for us to build our future together because but i don't have nothing ready like i i have my own shit together so obviously i expect you to have it too does that make sense i'm bad at explaining myself no that makes sense i mean some people some people might not require that or want that um but for me that's that's something i want like if if i'm asked I guess not with every little thing, but if there are like some big expectations I have of someone, I would want to also be able to bring that to the table. Right. But if if there, it just depends on what you want. Then there might be some expectations that you want from someone, but you know you don't bring that. Exactly. I I think there's a scale that you got to think about because, for example, when it comes to basic life skills... I'm gonna bring that to the table, so I expect you to. But when it comes to being romantic, maybe I want only you to bring that to the table. And you gotta understand that I might not be romantic, but I want you to be romantic. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. I like that romantic part because I'm not. <laughs> but I want a partner that is. <laughs> right, so it's like, I Tell mean- me you love me, babe. <laughs> You got to pick and choose, but I feel like there is a standard on what you do pick and choose from your standards. Just putting standards on top of standards. I I heard something in a video, and this might be unrelated to what we're talking about, but uh, some famous person, I forget who it was, said that they want their partner to come home and lie to them and what they meant by that was if you're gonna go out into the world and you're gonna put on this face for people because you need to get further in life like you're gonna go to that crappy job but you're gonna do your work and do what you gotta do don't come home and start complaining to me and bringing all that to me like come home to me and be positive and just en- enjoy our time together. And I think that kind of stems from the partner being able to I, to know how to improve their mental health without relying on other people. And I think that what that person was trying to say was the partnership is to enhance each other's life not to just throw everything at them and have them have to deal with certain things because i would hate for someone to you know be out in the world take all the bad stuff and then come home and then put all the bad stuff into a relationship like i want you to put on that same face that you do for others and if if you're not putting on a face then that doesn't then the whole thing is disregarded but if you're gonna be fake to people out in the world just to make them happy then why aren't you coming home trying to make me happy I get, that's kind of off topic but i just wanted to put that out there i like i get what that person was saying and i kind of agree with it but also from like a personal point of view somebody that has struggled with mental health before i mean still whatever um if i'm going out into the world you know obviously going let's put the job as a as an example like i need to do this because obviously i need to pay bills and stuff 
I mean, I hope that I could get to come home and have some type of comfort from my partner. Not saying that I'm always just gonna be negative and all of this, but like, if I'm having a bad day, maybe a bad week, I would hope that my partner would be there to comfort me and be supportive, even though it might be negative. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, like I don't want to fake it. Like, I like, oh, because then I'm gonna be too much in my head. Like, oh, I have to fake it for the world. Then I have to come home and fake what I feel because I don't want to put this on my partner. Not saying that I, I want to put my whole like mental health struggle on them. But if we're together and we're supposed to be building a life together, I hope that you will be there for me if I'm struggling. Yeah, I agree with you. I feel like, you know, I want to come home and I want home to be like my my peace. I want home to be like my temple, you know, where I can be free to express myself. So I wouldn't want to come home and have like another place that I have to put up a facade for, you know? Yeah, because where are you going to be able to be free to feel what you feel? in the bathroom i mean i've done that crying in the shower and then coming out right like that shit's tough you know i think that um what i got from that video don't come home and treat me in in the same level you're treating these people that aren't caring for you the way i'm caring for you gotcha like take out my anger on you when you're just trying to help right so it's like, if you're going to be that way, then I don't want it. Just lie to me like you lie to everybody else. Because, yeah, yeah so so I definitely agree with what y'all saying. But I, I wanted to look at it in a different way. Because if I didn't look at it in a different way, then I wouldn't have understood what that person was trying to say in the video. But no, it just it made me realize, like, yeah, I, I don't want my partner coming home and treating me like they're treating everybody else. Like, I want the home to be peaceful. I want to be able to be that comfort. But I feel like I should be at a different level, though, than those people you're being fake to. And I feel like that's not what I got in the past. Like, it was like I was at the lower level when I'm the one doing everything for you. It was it was crazy. Actually, now that you, like explained it i i get what you're saying because um i was in a similar situation before where this person i mean i was doing everything calling doctors trying to get him on medication for his depression and all of this stuff while paying all the bills i'm still mad about it. um but yeah that person was just put all their anger on me and I'm just like bro don't you see that I'm like trying to help you why are you treating me this way but yeah so I get I get what you're saying I get it I get it ladies do not change your standards for nobody and when I say nobody I mean not because your mama told you they're too high change your standards only if you feel that it is true love but keep your standards because they're there for a reason. And even though those red flags may look fun, they'll <laughs> cost you in the end. Fun, fun red flags. No. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this, I saw this meme. I forgot exactly what it said, but it was like, he got so many red uh, red flags. It's looking like six flags. Sounds like a bunch of fun to me. Yeah, oh no, God. girl. It's no. not. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to Run. be crying in that roller coaster. That's funny. Um, oh, I have a question for you guys. So, um, what, what do you think about someone who says, "I don't have any expectations right now"? If if I think of any, or if, or if I want to go over them, like I'll let you know. Or if if you do or say something I don't like, I'll let you know at the time. Mm, that's a red flag for me. I don't be doing stuff like that. No, no. Right. I like crystal clear expectations. I like mm-hmm. crystal clear standards. 
Okay, that's, that's a good point. I mean, if I, you're I said building, you should know what you want. I think even for booty calls and, you know, situationships, um, there are still standards and expectations. So I think that it's always good to lay them out. I don't have an answer for that, but I do have a follow-up question. Mm-hmm. How do you bring your standards and expectations to the table like how do you present them to the person that you're talking mm-hmm. to fucking kissing whatever you're doing i just i just flat out tell them and if they're not with it then i just stop talking to them like there's no point i'm not trying to waste any time i'm i mean i'm still young but i'm gonna be 28 this year I got out of a really long relationship. I'm not trying to do that again. It's very hard to start over with people. You got to be vulnerable again. You got to tell them like so many things about yourself. You got to learn about them too. And then you got to figure out if you're compatible. It's like that next relationship that I feel really good about. We better be getting married because I'm not wasting my time. I've been through too much and I'm working on myself way more than I thought I would be. I have to heal a lot and it's taking time. It takes away your energy. You go through so many things for your mental health and your physical health. So I'm, I don't play around with that. So being straight up in the beginning and just flat out saying it, it might intimidate some people, it might scare them, but if they're the person that doesn't get intimidated intimidated then i feel that that's a good first step do you usually not like just tell people what your standards are i mean so i haven't been in many like encounters with other partners but no in my previous relationships i mean my serious relationship that was for four years um towards the and I would say is when I was expressing my expectations and my standards and clearly that brought some issues. And then my last relationship, I just didn't at all. But the reason why I didn't at all was because I knew that that person, from the moment I met him, he didn't meet any of them. Now, why did I continue? Girl, don't ask me. I just just knew he wasn't meeting none of them. So I was just like, why bring it up? I uh, basically bring up my expectations all over the place. So (laughs) I'm newly single and I'm on all these dating apps and I basically put up like, I'm not looking for a hookup. I'm not going to meet up with you until I get to know you. Like, I'm basically team clear standards and expectations from the guy at every step of the way. Like, okay, now we're moving towards this. Okay, well then now my standards have changed to this. And um, I don't know if that's worked for me (laughs) so well, um, but I know that that's how I feel comfortable and I feel like a sense of control. And that's why I do it. (laughs) Are one of your standards that you must talk on the phone or you must video chat because my last relationship was all texting and we even argued through text talked about serious things through text we did in person too but i'm finding out now well i always knew in the last relationship i wanted to be on the phone i wanted to video chat the person just never wanted to and now i'm talking to someone and they're willing to do anything so I'm just like, this is what I want. This person is meeting an expectation. So when you mention like you're on apps and stuff or you're gonna start dating, is that one of your standards? Cause I know texting can be so confusing. It can be so toneless, mm-hmm. like, you know. Um, I'm team phone call. I am very tonal and spatial and vocal. Um, so I don't like to FaceTime because I don't do things when I'm not wearing makeup. <laughs> I don't let myself be seen. I'm like a gremlin without it. Um, but like, I definitely like phone calls. I like phone calls. They give you a sense of the person's vibe, their emotions, their feeling. I feel like it's very crystal clear. Um, but also like my expectation further than that is like to be seeing each other at least once a week. 
Mm-hmm. Like if we do get to that point where I like you and we're moving towards things, then like I want to see you at least once a week. You know, so we got to spend time together. We got to do stuff, you know? Yeah, I agree. And um, personally, only texting or only social media, that's red flags to me. Yeah. You have to like, just, you have to see the vibe. I like phone calls as well. Um, FaceTimes, I'm a little nervous about them just because, you know, I'm self-conscious, cautious, conscious, whatever the word is. Expectations of our image. Yeah, but after a while, like if we talk on the phone a couple times and I start liking you, then yeah, I definitely want to like FaceTime you. And like Janelle said, definitely hang out a couple times. Like, you know, that's how you start building. I don't know how people catch feelings over text, but hey, I'm not judging. I, I just couldn't. I, I can't. No, I need to hear that sexy voice. Right. <laughs> Let me hear you laugh at my corny jokes, boo. Right. right. And know that they're paying attention to you. Right. Because I know, like, you can send all the laughing emojis. You're actually, I send laughing emojis, and I'm not even, I have a straight face. <laughs> so, like, yes, yes. Okay. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, there was a very heated discussion about relationships, but I think it went very well. And we might have a part two to this. I don't know. There's a lot to say about relationships and standards and expectations. Just remember, don't lower them for anyone unless it's for your own self.